Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt. Oh, wait, are we, are we live streaming yet? Oh. Now we are. <laughs> keep We're live. In. Keep it in. Hello and welcome to the Pixel Podcast. My name is Matt and we're keeping that last part in. Yeah. I'm here with Ethan. Ethan. Hey, what's up? And <laughs> you should have said something else. I thought. Hello. Oh. I'm always say Ethan first. Maybe I should start saying Ricardo first. Yeah. Ricardo's, Ricardo's got his on it. Audacity open up and running before we start the podcast. Just have to open that up. He's always on time when I give him this. When I give him his cue, I have been angling for this promotion. <laughs> <laughs> the first introduction. Finally, I think that I finally have the case built up. Um, he just can't handle it. You know? I'm, well, I'm cracking under the pressure. You know, I got all these responsibilities, but I'm just not able to uh, deliver. It's, it's and not, you know. It, it's it's not imposter syndrome if you're actually bad at your job. <laughs> oh, I know. I always knew I was bad at my job. It's fine. Um, and you only had the one job, which is to record the podcast, put it up on the live stream, and say hi when I when I intro you. That's the one job. Hi. Oh yeah, shit. Right. No, too soon. Uh, and that's it. It's the end of the podcast this week. Bye, folks. No, yeah, classic send off. But I was joking. We actually have to talk about video games. <laughs> oh, do we have to? Uh, <laughs> oh, video games. All righty. Listen, I see. Um, I see two games we've already talked about here. What new stuff do you got to talk about? About Monster Hunter nah, World? Nothing much. What should we possibly talk about for Monster Hunter? Nothing, nothing much. <laughs> really, I just wanted to put a game in to feel included because I haven't played many games like that this week. Um, and, you know, like I feel like I've been playing a lot of just games. I all the games I have are like big chunky games. Mm-hmm. Playing Kingdom Hearts. Chunky games. Going through that. Oh man, um, yeah, I forgot you've been playing. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. it's not as I, Monster Hunter kind of took a big chunk out of that playtime, but uh, then it's uh, Kingdom Hearts, Monster Hunter. Sometimes Celeste, like all those are all. I'm kind of like bouncing between the three, kind of taking my time. Mostly, I go for Monster Hunter when I'm bored or whatever. I will say, I did the. Gr- I woke up this morning because it's the last day to get the Ryu armor, the stupid Ryu. If you have Street Fighter Five, sort of thing. Oh, I've been playing Street Fighter Five, but whatever. Uh, nothing new to talk about that. So, uh, <laughs> really nothing new. Yeah. So. Um, doing all that and like i was like oh man i gotta grind out this thing like a little bit more okay fine i'll just wake up in the morning and just grind it out and i did it and, I ki- and uh you have to get like the five marks but one thing i thought that was really cool about the game is i never appreciated the arena stuff because the arena stuff actually it gives you a preset armor and a priest like like five different weapons to choose from but they're all preset so you actually have to go in you don't get to eat you don't get to do anything you don't even bring your palico in and you just fight the monster And you you fight the monster, and at first I was taking like, it took me like 25 minutes. You get like nine faints. You could die a lot. Um, Took me like 25 minutes. Fainted, used almost all my faints. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. How am I going to do this so many times? But as I progressed and kept getting used to the monster, noticing all the things that it does, I started to be like, okay, now I can shave some minutes off my time. And by the end, the last time... Um, I was able to beat him in seven seconds, which is a B rank instead of a C rank. Seven seconds? Seven minutes, sorry. I was like, you just came <laughs> just, like, ah. uh, kicked him Yeah, I just charged and just went over. once. Um, so I did that, and, uh, like, I found out you get, like, two actual little tokens that you're supposed to get, like, seven of them, and you have mm-hmm. to do it one at a time, so I actually got another one. I was like, oh, cool. But it was really 
a cool feeling to actually come out of that and be like, wow, I improved so much, and now it's on the leaderboard. Like, I could see that actually being like a fun leaderboard climb type thing where it's like, all right, we're going to try to nail this thing. And it really highlights the mastery you can have in that game where, you, yeah. you, you know, no matter what, gear makes it easier, but then there's these things where it's just like there's actually like skill involved. And like, I got down to like using the dual, dual blades and just kind of like attacking him as much as I could and knocking him down that I was just able to just knock him down all the time and just constantly hammer damage and that's how I got that time down but it took me a lot of experimentation to figure out that so um yeah I just want to say that, that I, Arena stuff is actually kind of cool and I kind of look in more into it I hear you get like special uh only arena gear you can get only in that area um and the monster for this arena was like a giant like a giant bear off it was a giant bear off like it was massive it was probably like double triple the size of the regular bear off Hmm. It was and ridiculous. That, how does that change, like, the way he fights? Um, the only uh, thing is he seems to... It's really hard to escape him when he gets you into a wall. You just mm-hmm. get nailed because he just... Anytime he does any move, it's, like, super hard to dodge out of the way because he's mm-hmm. so big. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is when you do, like, a combo attack with the dual blades where you do, like, the little... And do, like, get yeah, stuck on a spot blade dance. Crazy. Yeah. The, thing. the blade dance thing. When you do that, is he's so big as his head moves back and forth when he's down that... You would sometimes just not hit him for a while. I was mm, using the hammer a couple times, like, too. He'd sway back so far because he's so big. The model mm-hmm. was just too massive. That being said, when it was so big, it was nice being able to jump off things and just know how to hit him. It was nice being able to just run in a general direction, know how to hit him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was cool. I, I actually kind of liked that event. And uh, I was just doing the Anjanath one with a friend for the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn armor where you can just look straight up like Aloy. It's so weird with the Street Fighter one because it plays the Street Fighter theme song while you're, pl- while you're fighting him. Okay. It just felt weird. <laughs> but I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. And it was just, he had Ryu and he made all the sounds. He's like, hut, hut. And I was just like, okay. It's it's, it's goofy. It's goofy pretty, in a cool way. It's pretty funny. But uh, yeah, that's all I got about video games. That's it. That's yeah, it. I'm no, done. I'm not it, talking That's more. all. That's it. You're never going to talk about video games again. Nope. Don't yeah, and games. I haven't been playing Monster Hunter because I've been trying to learn how to play uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Uh, well enough in time for so I think I have a team down. I think I have a okay. team that I Who's like. Your team? To use. team is Super I don't Saiyan. I know any of these characters. Super Saiyan Goku is on point. Yeah, come okay. on, man. Super Saiyan Goku. He's, okay, I know him. Uh, Yamcha is my assist slash like second point character. You got, got a Yamcha. Really good, he's got a really good assist. He's also, like, really fun to use and really combo-heavy. He just also doesn't do damage for shit. Like, he's very... He work... You you do a lot of hits, and then you don't do a lot of damage. And then, uh... <laughs> Tien is my, uh... Anchor. And he's kind of the opposite in that, like, he... Hits really hard with all of his supers, but all of his supers damage him... In some way, so like he has his tri beam, which like his normal super, and it takes a little bit of life out of him when he does it. And then he has the neo tri beam, which is his like three meter super, and uh, you can actually, as long as you can have more bars, you can hold it down and just hmm. keep shooting out the the neo tri beam, but it like takes huge a huge amount of your life out when you do that move. And then the last one that's also a three-bar super is uh, the Farewell TN one where he actually, his buddy Chiaotzu comes flying in from the side, grabs onto the enemy, and blows himself up. And so that, uh, you can no longer use his telekinetic grab 
which is one of Tien's moves where he like he he's like, uh, "What's wrong? Lost your nerve?" And then the like, Chaozu jumps out and fucking grabs the guy with his telekinesis or whatever. Uh, so you can't do that anymore once you blow up uh, Chaozu. So how weird is it going from like you used to play a lot of Street Fighter? Mm-hmm. Was there any other fight you played Tekken? Play Tekken. Both those are kind of like similar-ish type. I feel like. They're kind of similar in some ways. Mm-hmm. It's just very heavy one-on-one type kind of deliberate combat. Yeah. And then you go to, like, these arc system work games mm-hmm. that are, like, really freaking fast. Really fast. And you have the tag aspect, which I know, uh-huh. you, have, I know you weren't really into Marvel. So how has yeah, that yeah, been yeah. kind of going, like, transitioning it's, over to that type? It's been it's been pretty tough. I'm, I'm starting to turn a corner, I can feel. Because um, with... Street Fighter, at least specifically with Street Fighter 4, like, there was clear indications in terms of, like, okay, I'm defending, I'm going to defend, and I know when it's my turn. Like, they talk about this a lot in fighting game theory of, like, taking your turn. Like, you have to know when it is technically your turn to attack, like, and what, like, parts of what block strings or whatever you can take your turn back it's harder with a tag game uh one because people can cover those those holes with assists but also just because of the general speed of the game and the movement options and a lot of other stuff it is it rewards aggressive play in a weird it uh, rewards aggressive play against people who don't know like what how to defend against it in a very um in a very real way so like there was a guy who was clearly just doing super saiyan uh super saiyan god super saiyan goku's like auto combo <laughs> which is built it like which is um like built into the game is a a normal a low that has to be blocked low, and then an over a pretty slow but a a very effective overhead that has to be blocked high again. So it's like a very kind of difficult block string to to uh, you know to defend against mm-hmm. if you're not used to defending against it or know that like okay this big overhead is pretty long. So if you block the low, you can actually interrupt it or whatever. So he was getting a ton of mileage out of that, and it's really just kind of learning either how to avoid those situations or how to defend and knowing when to really go crazy. Like I get another thing that you talk about in fight in fighting game, like um, talk is respect, you know, oh, yeah. like when you respect your opponent, you mean you, you respect what he can do and you respect that he knows what you can do. And so there's like kind of a weird mental stalemate there's no respect in these in these like tag games. People will just do anything they want because <laughs> they can. Like because they can. So like you have to realize, okay, the guy jumped in, pursued and I I um anti-aired him so and then launched him and gave him a full combo with a super at the end. Uh He's not going to do that. Okay, he did it again. He hit me that time. Okay, whatever. He jumped in and I I'll do it again, and he fucking gets hit again. He jumps in, he gets hit again, and you're like, okay, he's going to approach from a different angle this time because he's jumped in and pursued like three or four times. Nope, he'll do it again. <laughs> he will do it again because 
just because the the weird risk reward in a lot of these tag games because of how you can extend combos and how much you can dump your your meter your super meter into the opponent like when you get that that uh you know the launcher combo with the two extensions and mm-hmm. then a super then if you have the meter you can say okay I'm going to bring in my next character and he's going to super okay I'm going to bring in my next character and he's going to super and you can just kill off characters for, it's a lot of investment to do so but you can kill off characters like that so it's kind of like a it's a weird it's a completely different meta in in a fighting game than like what I'm used to because again I'm used to a lot of one-on-one or uh or yeah like a lot of one-on-one 3D or 2D fighters so the tag thing is something that's been taking a while to get used to but I am getting used to it and I think I am uh on the right track there might be some more excuse me there might be some more character switches down the road but right now i'm really liking the synergy of that team and liking playing as all those characters the the sea fighters basically yeah pretty much i um i have to say though that that that's my biggest disappointment is that you are playing uh well i'm glad that your team is working out for you gameplay wise Mm -hmm. that is those are the three most boring characters what, uh, like, what are you talking about? Those are like the three most boring Yamcha. characters. He's got the wolf fang fist. Yamcha, the guy who he, there's dies like, first. There's a, lot of jo- there's a lot of jokes in there about about that. Uh, like, uh, they, Not they even Piccolo. Like, Not even Piccolo. Piccolo's Pic- awesome. Piccolo he's dead. is... He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Piccolo dead? is How tough. How do you know he's dead? You don't know anything, Ethan. Piccolo is tough to use actually like i wanted to pick up piccolo i've i've also messed around with teen gohan uh and uh piccolo a little bit but piccolo is really tough to to use in this game um at least for me like there might be someone who's really good at him uh but i know that a lot of top players are playing the blues they're playing uh super saiyan god super saiyan goku and vegeta um they're playing Android 16 is really good in this game, uh, and a lot of adult. Yeah, Go- they had a they had a tournament recently. Yeah, a lot like, of adult um... Gohan as well, and Goku Black is another one that like a lot of people. Goku Black seems to be on a lot of people's teams. Cell is also supposedly really good, also. But um... Ethan, um, last week Ricardo and I talked a lot about Dragon Ball Z's plot, um, much to your chagrin. What I want you to talk everything that you know about, about, about Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. Me? Yeah. Uh, there's this guy named Fujita, and he sounds like Fajita, and he sounds makes me hungry every time I hear his name. Okay. Uh, he's got a weird tail thing. He looks like Mewtwo, kind of. There's uh, Goku. He's a, little, he's a little boy, but then he gets real mad and goes super big. And it's maybe because he hits a certain power number? I don't know. He's got, like, a power number, makes his hair all crazy. And then he okay. shoots, like, he sits there and charges for, like, a year and then he shoots like a ball out and kills someone. Okay. okay. And then, but they're not. But no one really dies because they always come back. I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, someone blows up a moon at one point. That sounds pretty cool. Uh, we got um, uh, we got the the fat guy has like a looks like a, he's all pink. He's okay. got like a weird thing What's coming on the name? back thing of his head. Majin Buu. Uh, no, not you, uh, Ricardo. You know uh, Majin Buu. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. He he's he does stuff. Uh. Who else we got there? We got uh Piccolo, which is a cool name. He's he's green. He's got yeah. like a like a turban thing on. I don't know he what he does. has um, okay. on. I don't remember what he looks like. Um, <clears throat> what else is there? There's um, what's the um, plot? 
Like what? What's going? What's happening? Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I guess uh, Goku's trying to do some shit, and he has to get a bunch of power levels because he's just trying to get more powerful. And then why is he's it gonna go blow up the moon? A bunch? No, he's gonna go blow up some stuff. I don't know. Why is it called Dragon Ball? Uh, cause they got balls. They got little dragon balls. There's like five of them. Is there only five? There's probably more than five. I don't know, but I was in my head. I was picturing five dragon balls. I got okay. like, oh, though they have five stars in them. That's why I think they have five. Do they have five stars? There's well, a. Fi- there is a seven. five star. There's dragon seven of ball. them, and, there's seven and of they them. each have the number of stars that they are. So there's the one, two, three, four, five, six. Ah, okay, okay, so interesting. Okay. There is one with five. So yes. I don't know what the balls do, but I guess everyone wants them. I assume they're really important because it's the title of the show. Um, what other things are there? Um, that's about all I could think of. Okay. I think that's all Dragon Ball, and then there's a lot of yelling, and there's a lot of anime. Who's the bad guy? Oh, Vegeta? Alright, not, 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 not inaccurate, not inaccurate. One point, okay. sir. Is he the bad guy? Is it, who's there's the always bad guy? a there's new the, bad there's guy. There's the, the each season, like, each kind of, like, segment of the show. Uh, okay. New, uh, all right. Now it's Frieza. Does that sound familiar to you? Frieza? A little bit. I don't what's, know anything what they look like. What's Frieza? Okay, yeah, what's no, no, no. Frieza look like? Yeah, I was going to say, dude. Blue? If you had to guess what Frieza <laughs> looked like. No. It's probably a blue person with cool, freezy hair. No. No? Okay. I pictured Vegeta look like a vegetable for a little while in my head because someone mentioned he looked like a vegetable in some podcasts. What? Too. No, he doesn't look like one. It's just that the name, all the Saiyans have names yeah. that are based on vegetables. So there's Vegeta. Goku is, um, Goku is, uh... Kakarot. Well, he's Kakarot, which is like carrot, but then yeah. also the word Goku also means, um, like, uh, it's not cabbage. But there is, it means something in Japanese. His well, son is, is, his his grandpa is called Gohan, which is rice. And so yeah. is his son's also named yeah, Gohan. Gohan. Uh, Nappa is, is Nappa cabbage. Nappa Valley. Oh. Uh, uh, who Vegeta else? is just Vegeta for vegetable. Is vegetable. Kakarot. And then Raditz. Raditz. Raditz is radish. Uh, Broly. Is like you're just making names. Broccoli. Up. You're just making um, stuff up. What's his dad's name? Uh, Bardock. Yeah, Bardock is also kind of cabbage. The Bardock cabbage. Well, there you go. There you go. That is. Everybody else has normal names like Mr. Satan. That's yeah, pretty, like, you know, and pretty standard stuff. King Yema. Yeah, and and, and Piccolo, which everybody and knows. Bulma. Like so and and Krillin. Pretty standard names, pretty normal, normal people names. At that, I point. like that Krillin has a hat that says Krillin on. It says Krillin. It has like the Japanese, like I think it's like the manga version of his name, like Kurilin. Yeah, like, Kurilin. Uh, um, that's pretty good. Wow. I want it. I want that hat. Or the yeah, one that says, Kame, or the Kame one that Kulilin. says Kame on it. It says, it's, it says both, or this is like Kame Kulilin or something like that. Yeah, like, well, but there's that yellow one he wears that just says Kame on it, and I like yeah. it because it looks I want, like. I want, a capsule, <laughs> I want a capsule Corporation shirt. Those, that's like, pretty like dope too. Yeah. Um, that's all of that. There's a Dragon Ball, Ethan. You got a pretty score. Good job. Pretty sure I nailed it. I mean, sure. honestly, I don't even have to see the movie I'll, now. Uh, the movie, just just the yeah, live, it's a movie, the, right? live, the, the live one. action one. <laughs> yeah, I'll see the live action movie. <laughs> see, I a live action Full Metal Alchemist on Netflix. That's weird. yeah. Apparently, it's not very good, is from what wow. I hear. What I mean, the death, what? the Death Note wasn't very good either. But that one was American. I think that the, was American. This is Japanese. Think, yeah, this is Japanese. Oh no, well, I feel like Netflix just has a the, the Dragon Ball movie. It was ja- um was like a, one of those weird ones where it was like 
I think like made in Japan, but with American, had some American like backing funding or something like that. Well, I remember. Well, isn't that the also one bad. with like it's also based Chow Young? Isn't the one with Chow Young Fat is Master Roshi? Yeah, that and one's the based guy off, who plays Spike in Buffy is Piccolo. Yeah, it's also based off of Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball yeah, Z. Yeah, which it? is funny because it's like, what are the kids all like? Dragon Ball Z. Let's not do that. Let's do the one that most kids probably haven't watched. I love Dragon, Dragon Ball. Ball. I love Dragon Ball. I think it's great. Dragon, Dragon, Rock the Dragon, Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. Have you heard the intro for Kai? Ricardo? No. Well, I mean, you should. Oh, okay. You should look at it's terrible. Cause it's the, so cause bad. Because the, the Dragon Ball Z like regular show like intro is just like very guitar riffy. It's yes. Like, yeah. It's not that. It's not that. It's not even that cheesy. It's it's more cheesy than that somehow. Like oh god, I gotta listen to it. And yeah, then and, the, and the ending credits is also pretty great. The I, ending credits is in Japanese and it's some not for soft. not for the not for Kai uh, at least not and, for the Dragon Ball Z. It is. It, it's pretty catchy. I always sing parts of it, but I don't really. And there's like translations. It's funny because like half the time, in half the episodes, they show the translation of the Japanese end credit song. And then half the time they show like the English like phonetics saying of it. Like, yeah, in in, half the episodes. In in Kai, they they have done gone back and forth between showing the the playing the Japanese like vocals of the mm-hmm. songs and then of the intro songs and then not doing. That. Is it the spark? Is it that sparking song or is it not? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I will. I will. I will. I'll we'll, play it for. Yeah, I pulled okay. it up and I'll play it for you after the podcast All is right. over. Fair enough. All right. What else? But Matt, you've actually played something new. I played a new week. game. Um, it's true. Uh, it is. Um, I've been wanting to play this game. This game is very good, uh, and I'm gonna play some more after we're done with this uh, podcast. Uh, you don't want to play Monster Hunter with us? Are you, know, are, are you gonna, gonna play that gonna... after this? I, I kind of want to play Monster Hunter, but uh, okay, well, anyway, we'll see. Um, uh, yes, Into the Breach from the makers of um, FTL, Faster Than Light. Um, it is a um this game is really good first first and foremost uh it's got the same very similar art style as ftl with with its um but uh with a different kind of genre it is run based like ftl but it is a tactics game like almost like a tactics puzzle game i would say mm-hmm. um all of the, the game takes place in the far future where the vec who are a bug Creature race have okay. wiped uh, after wait before the Vec even showed up though. Global warming has melted all uh, of the water and made it. Uh, so and made the f- the world is just run on islands and each island is owned by corporations and that so is how the world. F- so it's a fictional story. Then. It's totally not Go- gonna happen warming. at all. Nothing like that would ever be true. Uh. Uh, then the Vec show up and they're alien bugs and they've destroyed the world. It begins after the world is already destroyed and your guy goes, it's too late. And he hits the time travel button on his machine and goes back in time to before the, the, hap- the Vec destroyed everything. So the basics of the game is that it is a run-based tactics game. You okay. control three mechs uh, at a time and you go from island to island and each island has a series of like seven or eight missions that you can do. Um, you level. You can okay. level up your dudes. Each of your pilots will level up individually. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, the mechs themselves can get upgrades um, as well. And what you uh, need to do is um, similar to FTL. You complete your run 
or <clears> not, <throat> if you fail, you can send one of your pi- pilots back in time okay. and save all of the progress that that one pilot has made. I got gotcha. And have them be reusable for the next run. So, um, each pilot has different abilities. Um, the ones that you can save and re- rewind back in time, like, one of my guys, like, right now has, like, his... I, I'm at the very beginning of the game, I just was still on the first run of... run through of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, he has an ability which is basically, like, he gets extra experience off of each kill. Um, the, uh, the cool thing about this game is it's, it's, it's very much bite-sized in a, in a really good way it's not it's bite-sized but it's not and it's easy to get into but it is not um shallow uh okay. each battle takes place on an eight by eight grid and there are multiple kinds of missions that happen um but the root of it is that there are a bunch of human buildings on every grid and they represent your life bar uh, for the whole entire game, so to speak. Ooh. When when a building gets destroyed, it takes it a bit off the power meter, the power mm-hmm. grid. If the power grid goes down to zero, that's persistent through each mission. And if that goes down to zero completely, then you're you're dead. Um, similar to kind of like fuel in FDL is probably the closest thing, although mm-hmm. it's not a one-to-one. Yeah. Um, missions that you do can get you more power on the power grid and get that leveled back up. There's also other objectives on each mission, and you can use those for upgrade points. You can um, get, like, these these time pods will come from the future and land on the ground, and if you can pick those up before the bugs destroy them, then you will get upgrades inside of them, and then you can find new pilots. Um, you can unlock new squads of mechs. So you start with this first squad, which is pretty standard, and mm-hmm. they... Um, they basically all have, like, knockback abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can get guys that have flamethrowers, guys that have, like, rail guns and, like, smoke bombs and all sorts of cool effects and stuff like that that, that gets done. Um, the cool thing about the game is that it explains everything to you up front. There's no percentage to hit. There's no, mm-hmm. um, like, odds of being shot at or cover or anything like that. It's just that, like, if you hit it, it will die. It will it will do the damage that your, you know, that your thing does. Okay. Um and every turn, the enemies move and tell you exactly where they're going to attack next at the end of, ne- at the end of your turn. Um, so they'll tell you, I'm going to attack this building, I'm going to attack your mech, I'm going to attack this, this train that you have to escort, or whatever that particular mission is for this time. And then it's your job to... And then, like, new enemies will start springing up from the ground. You'll see, like, little emergence holes start to appear as it's mm-hmm. like, oh, no, they're going to spawn in next turn there. And the enemies have different abilities and all that kind of stuff. So it's your turn job to either kill them but if you can't kill them to knock them out of the way or somehow prevent them from damaging the buildings that they're you know or whatever the thing that they're aiming mm-hmm. for um and it's really this cool kind of like chess puzzle game when it gets to that stage because it's just like you'll be like oh shit like i'm so screwed there's like four of these dudes i only mm-hmm. have three mechs this these guys are over there and over there and this guy's gonna attack my guy and then one of them has roped up my dude with you know like like uh webbing and like he can't move and this guy like that kind of stuff and then you'll like go like wait a minute but if i move this guy here shoot this grenade which knocks them this way then they're all in a line and then i hit this guy and then i punch this bug into the other bug and it, it kills him and like and it, it just really makes you feel super clever um without you know without it being like a full-on puzzle game it's mm-hmm. this really cool like dynamic of like um, you know, you can knock bugs into those emergence holes I mentioned, and it will stop them from emerging and do damage to the bug that it was that was there. You can light trees on fire, and then the bug that was standing in the trees is now on fire as well and will get cool. damaged. 
Um, there are different different maps of different environmental effects. Like there's um, tidal waves that will start swallowing really cool. start swallowing up land tiles. There's um there's one <coughs> mission where you have to break a dam, and when mm -hmm. you do that, it just floods an entire like section of the map mm. with, with water. There is like lightning storms that will take place in certain areas. Um, there's different um, islands that have different environmental types and different mission types on each of them. And, um, yeah, it seems really cool, basically. Um, if, you, if your mech gets destroyed, the pilot dies, but the mech, the mech is still alive. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get the mech back next mission, but you won't have the pilot anymore. So that experience that that pilot had, it will be gone. So, so, like, with persistent pilots and going back and forth and whatnot, well, um, in terms of, like, uh, are you running out of pilots? Or when you go back, do those py pilots... Live yeah, so again you, in you a get, weird way. No, you get you always get one pilot that you can bring back, but uh -huh. the rest of them will just be randomly generated as ah, generic see. generic pilot with you know without any. They'll start at level one basically, whereas the one that you brought back in time will have all the experience that you you know brought them back with. Mm -hmm. so, okay. Yeah. So, um, and then the missions are like randomized to a certain extent in terms of you like you. You touch the, the four islands that are, that are that are there are the same it seems each time, um, but the which missions are the, on each island and you know which location the missions are on and things like that which part of the island each mission is and some of that is is, is different mm -hmm. so it's really fun and it's very very easy to get to get like little bite sized chunks of it and um, you know each mission lasts like ten minutes if that um, and uh, yeah. That it's cool, really, really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It's got a great soundtrack. I really want to play it. Sound, sound, uh, same um, composer as uh, FTL. I think Ben Prunty is the uh, composer there. Um, good. And it, right now, it's only for PC. I think they've said they're uh, gonna do Mac and Linux as well, and then they are not sure about anything else. It maybe we'll do other things. Everything comes to the Switch now, so you know, just hold out for that, right? Maybe. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe. Maybe who knows? Yeah, it's a cool game. It's really cool. Uh, I like it quite a lot. And oh, and one thing is how you unlock other um, other mechs and stuff like that. Other other groups is you can you do it. You get medals for um, uh, completing achievements. Um, so you know, like it, one of the one of the ones I, achievements I have right now is like push three bugs into it, kill three bugs by pushing them into water in one in one in one like mission mm -hmm. or like charge like one of the guys i have right now the three mechs i had three mechs that you start with in the basic squad are um you have a big like bipedal mech which is just a giant punch and then you can mm -hmm. upgrade um you can get upgrades for the mechs and so one of the upgrades you can get for him is to be able to dash and do a punch just like dash and so one of the uh missions i have right now is mm. one of the achievements i have right now is dash five tiles across the screen and, and do a punch and do a punch that's um, cool. Um, that is, it's similar to the, to FTL in that respect. Of like, you just gotta do these kind of little mini missions uh, yeah. to unlock, and then you get a new set of uh, guys. Uh, you get the bipedal mech. You got a tank kind of mech, which is just like shoots a a, a cannon shot like straight out. Mm -hmm. And then there's like an artillery mech, which shoots a big arcing shot, so it can go over buildings. And um, I've upgraded that one so that it um that one is cool cuz when it lands it does one damage on whatever tile it landed on and then but then, splash. But, then but then uh not splash but the, in a T shape it pushes back all the enemies oh, in, in a cool. T shape around that or it, not even enemies all the things in the game that affect one thing affect like affect everything equally <coughs> so knockback affects your your allies mm. as well as as much as it affects um the enemies um but I've done another thing with that one which is cool which is I I've, I've made the buildings 
uh, immune, or I've like upgraded it so that its shots don't hurt buildings. Okay. So if I shoot the shot at the building instead of at the bug, it pushes the bug away from the building. Um, oh. Which is if the bug is standing right next to it, at least. So, yeah, there's some I cool things there with that. Never actually even thought of that. <laughs> it is a cool game. I like it a lot. Uh, it's 15 bucks on Steam. Check it out. Uh, and I have now I have an extra copy of FTL in my Steam library because I I don't know and I don't know why because I don't think it was advertised as like get a free copy, mm-hmm. but I somehow have one and I didn't I already own it so I didn't buy it again. So you know it just comes with it sometimes. Like it's been around so long they're like ah this is free. Yeah, launch promotion free FTL with purchase this is March first until March sixth apparently. So if you never played FTL. Um, you should also so a couple days. You might as well might as well buy these and get both. Might as well. That's a deal. A steal, one might say. Except you're actually still paying money. Man, the first FTL is so good. The My first, first FTL. one. The only FTL. The first, the FTL, first FTL, one. F- FTL two. FTL two good, into the breach. What if they would have? What if they would have used FTL, the acronym, but for this one, but it meant something different. Man. Like for the for the light for, for <laughs> yeah I mean that sounds for like for the lions <laughs> feel the light I can feel only think of light as the well. laser <laughs> feel the laser uh, face the legion thickle thy leg. <laughs> Pickle thy leg. Forward to London. <laughs> mm, that's pretty good. Forward to London is good. Frank. Forward to London. Forward to London is already a Halo ship name. Frank the <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> it's a very boring FTL sequel. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Enough of that. Enough fickle of that. Thy, let's fickle thy legs. <laughs> <laughs> fickle thy legs. It's time for the news. For the Lanus. the French. <laughs> For the Lanus. For the Lanus. Um, let's talk about game. Let's talk about purchase. Let's talk about game purchases. Since that's what everybody's talking about. Hey, did you know Hawaii was like, hey, motherfuckers, we're really and looking some, into some, this, some man. We're really chill out here, but also what the fuck, so guys. Also, also some, well, also some member of Congress was like, was like, hey, like, wrote a le- didn't they didn't like file any um, bills? But they were they were like they wrote a letter to the ESRB being like, hey, like you should really do something about this, otherwise, like we might just FYI, <laughs> yeah, you should yeah, probably so, try to fix it yourself. So, so, it's a good chance. It's a good chance to you know. It's nice so that government bodies are like, have, hey, why don't you self regulate? So they have done something. I don't have a, a game to yeah, say that, but they've so, done something. They've done something. They did a they thing. They did something. And here's the thing they did. Is they decided to, um, in all games with in-game purchases, which who knows what that is, which is it will now be labeled, which is, contains in-game purchases. Yeah, it's really... Which is similar uh, to kind of how the um, like I, the App Store and the Google Play Store have done this for a little bit. Well, I was trying to find it, on here the label that said, like, online... Oh yeah, here we go. Well, online maybe terminate anytime online requires, or like online interactions not rated or whatever. 
I'm going to oh, guess yeah. it's something similar to that. But for some reason, kind of like I can't that. find it on this copy of Monster Hunter. That's because it's always good times. I was going to say, Hunter. so Monster Hunter approved. No, anyway. But There's also a, a, a side note, just because we're talking about the SRB, when I started up Street Fighter and got the update, like finally updated all the way, it said, no, ESRB, no. This game has more blood in it. And oh, still rated no. T, though. And it's like oh, a note to put on the little back they have at the bottom here god. where they list all the things in it. And I'm like, oh my god. You should. There's a whole message and everything. Print. Like, wow. And then there was a prompt to print out the new cover and put it in your box so that you remember that there's more blood there. Yeah. Here's this code. Uh, Yeah, so Polygon had, did a whole feature on, well, like a whole feature kind of breaking down, like, hey, how did this happen and why did this happen? But the the point is is that the ESRB in order to try to stay somewhat one step ahead of incoming legislation and legal action is yeah. like, hey, we're telling you that they have it on there. It's it's the parents' job to read it and judge what they want for their kid or whatever. Which, in a way, like, it is, but also... Yeah, yes, it is. I agree. It's just that, like... It's too broad. Yeah, literally, literally, I, I can't think of a game that's going to come out that is that's not, not gonna have going it. to have this. That's not helpful. Like putting a thing on it, putting a sticker on every single game, you might that is just the same as not having the sticker at all. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the the real thing that people were really upset with is specifically a lot of ways loot boxes, and in-game purchases are not the same like DLC is an in-game purchase but that's not necessarily the same as loot boxes and I know the ESRB had an answer to this which was Mm -hmm. like oh well a lot of parents didn't know what loot boxes were Yeah, so therefore we didn't didn't want to confuse them with too many uh, you know all you have to do is put contains randomized inside purchase like uh, in-game purchases or something like that like something that says random you know where it's like you, you don't know what you're getting because it's stupid because even, like, any game will have an expansion. Or, any game has or DLC. Or, like, repeatable, you know, repeatable purchases rather than just yeah. an in-game purchase, you know? Mm-hmm. Where you could spend money forever as opposed to, like, oh, okay, I bought all the Horizon Zero Dawn content. I own all of Horizon I Zero Dawn spend, now. I can't yeah, I can spend anything else. On this exactly. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this is a, I think this is a step to the side or it's not yeah, a step this, in the right direction it's just, they're, make, they're making action it's not good action they're just making, but they're sure making action they're making an action to make it so that they don't get in trouble it's basically the most dodgy of like of like political moves of just like oh no people are giving us attention that we don't want us to give attention look we're doing work sticker alright don't worry Done. yep we're good alright that's the thing everybody, that's weird it, don't look I don't think anymore. it's they already review all the stuff on the back for blood, my language, just themes, violence, and like comic mischief, comic mischief, uh, use, use of, of alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, so this one says too. Comic Hearts, huh? mischief. Um, but you know it has that stuff on it. It's not that hard to just put one specific, like to make the specifics of just put contains repeatable in-game purchases or something like that. You know, like. It's not hard to do that. Hey, that's a city in there. <laughs> it's because Monster Hunter's in the Dragon Ball box. And Dragon Ball's oh, in you're the one system. of those people. <laughs> Dragon Ball's in the system. You're one of those people. I hate you. <laughs> An episode, episode title is Ricardo is a Monster. No, it's Fickle he's Thy He's the leg. real monster. <laughs> I mean, at least he's the only one who uses it, so it's fine. Whatever. All right. Uh, so, yeah, ESRB 
get on that shit. Make it so that the law doesn't... Johnny Law doesn't get on you. Uh, yeah. Seriously, because as soon as legis- legislators get involved, it's going to be way worse. Yeah. It's like, just police yeah, yourself uh, a little bit better. As a, as a, step it up. As an aside, did you guys hear... Did you guys get any shots about the... Uh, did you guys see any of the, the like, transcripts from the su- Supreme Court trying to be explained how the internet works today? Like, no. I read about that, but I didn't really see it. It was really great. Um, Is uh, there a series of tubes? You guys, you guys keep talking really good. Uh, um, well, we'll yeah, move on. Think, oh, go, go ahead. We'll move on. Okay. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. I was just kind of yeah. It just feels. Space, but it was I was gonna say. Like, um, it just feels like, th- like yeah, they. There's just a half step. They just need yeah. to do. They need to go all the way, or I'll start. It's gonna come back and bite them in the butt. It loot boxes aren't going away, and they need to be labeled better. And it's just something that has to happen because. Mm-hmm. It's the reason. See, what's interesting though is that I don't think on the App Store and Google Play Store, when you buy a game that has in-game purchases, it doesn't tell you only if it's free and has in-game purchases. Mm. Then it tells you. I think I could be wrong. I was hoping I, Matt would know about that. But I don't know. Which one, sorry, I, sorry. What was the? If a game costs money mm-hmm. and has in-game purchases on the App Store, does it still tell you? That, has uh, that it's in-game purchases. Yes. I thought it was only for free. No, no, okay, it's all the it's all the ones that are okay. in 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 app purchases. Um, and like and and this is the thing is like to to put this kind of label on a on a on a video game is like the barest minimum. It's like already what all the app stores like already. It's true. Do. It's like to have it be is additional thing is 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 like I said, just just kind of dumb. Like excessive. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of other things that are dumb. Uh, so Nintendo introduced user reviews uh player reviews rather on their games in the uh on the the nintendo website you can leave a little review on switch games to be like hey motherfucking i like this game but then five days later they were like hey no we we don't want, we don't want people we're not going to have that feature. Like this game or don't like this game. Uh, so they That's weird because like PlayStation and Xbox have ratings on their thing, mm-hmm. like little reviews. Yeah, they not have, reviews, like, reviews, but Yeah, like they'll have like thumbs up or whatever or like star stars. reviews. Stars. Yeah. Um and Nintendo had this to say, uh customer reviews have been taken offline as we evaluate this feature and its functionality. We currently have no estimated date on when an update will be provided. We appreciate the positive response and Thank the reviewers who provided such thoughtful commentary on the games. Uh, and then they had a follow-up to this, which was weird because they made this statement and it sounded like it was like something perhaps happened and they did they they took it offline or maybe the 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 feature really wasn't ready to go online and somehow went online anyways. But then they made another statement and they said that. Uh, Nintendo.com recently offered a trial customer review feature to let users share feedback about Nintendo Switch games on our website. The response has been positive, and Nintendo appreciates the time and effort that reviewers put into their thoughtful commentary on the games. Nintendo has removed this feature as we evaluate the future of the ratings functionality on Nintendo.com. We have no estimate on when an update will be provided on the status of the initiative. We appreciate the enthusiasm shown for the trial. So it's weird that the wording changed from like, hey, we took it offline to like, oh, it yeah. was a trial to begin with. Like, I don't know what's... It's like the uh, Super NES, you know? Or the NES Classic, you know? We always said it was, it was limited. Always, oh, it was yes. Limited. It was always limited. 
What are you talking about? Yeah. It's, what? Well, uh, how useful? I, I just, it's also weird that it's like strictly Nintendo.com. I don't know if it had any kind of like eShop uh, tie-in. Yeah, and it didn't even seem like it was like all games. It seemed like it was just Nintendo games, it's, which was weird. Maybe yeah. that's why there was a trial, because it was just Nintendo um, games. They have a little like example of it here on the Polygon story. Uh, basically, it's a star rating, and then you can tag it with tags such as challenging, fun to play, kid appropriate, great value, great characters, and a lot of other stuff like that. And then you can provide your headline and comments. But minimum, of, uh, it has to be a minimum of 50 characters. So you can't just be like, it sucks. Wait, 50, 50, <laughs> oh, a minimum of 50. Okay, I thought minimum. the, max, I thought, I thought the maximum was like, what? Minimum of 50. A very short review. Uh, and then you have to describe yourself as either a Nintendo, or you can click all that apply. So Nintendo fan, core gamer, Ooh. casual player, or parent. <laughs> I'm just a parent. Here's five stars, parent. <laughs> Never listen to parent and nothing, reviews. And nothing else. I only yeah. listen to pure parent reviews. They're a parent, <laughs> but also a casual player. No go. I want just pure parent. I want the... Advisor. I was thinking about those core parents, you know? The core parent. Yeah, the, where's the option for casual parent or core parent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a casual parent. I just parent on my off time. Yeah, so, you, like, know. you know. Like, just to unwind a little bit. I haven't bit. been parenting that much recently, you know. Yeah. <laughs> usually when I, yeah, usually when I, you know, I'm home for the holidays, I'll parent, but... <laughs> Otherwise, um, you know, it's, it's just, just like so a side busy. gig, you know. I open up the app, I just you know do a couple of parents. <laughs> oh, what? I do a couple <laughs> parents. That's a completely different job. Anyway, that's that's a different kind of hardcore parent. <laughs> uh, this one I just wait, wait. I, got, I oh, found the tweet. Yeah. I found the tweet okay. about the Supreme Court. Let's hear about how the internet works. Um, Justice Sotomayor, if I'm trying to mentally imagine this, what has to happen? You know, I press a button in the U.S. and it, a- and it accesses directly the information in Ireland. Or does something have to happen in Ireland? Uh, Mr. Rosencrantz, which I believe is he's FBI or Justice Department, I can't remember. Uh, something has to happen in Ireland. These emails, Justice Sotomayor, exist only in Ireland. And what happens in, it exists in a, and then Justice Kennedy interrupts and says, something has to happen electronically or with human intervention. Uh, Rosencrantz says, no, no, no human intervention. There's a human, and then Justice Kennedy interrupts again. So some way you push the button in Washington? Yes. Then obviously something happens in Ireland on the computer. But does some person have to be there? The, no, the human being doesn't have to do it. It's a robot, <laughs> and if you send a robot into the foreign land, and that's all. That's what oh it, my that's god. <laughs> Wait, what? The e- the email exists in Ireland? Is that one of the I, things I, I that don't said? know. I don't know exactly. Does someone have to collect the uh, email? I, like don't, I don't know the subject they were talking about, to be fair. I think they were talking about some sort of server. I think this is the sound based on the, sure. the minimal context I have, which can be complicated for sure. But I think is uh, I think everyone oh, is definitely. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Wow. All right, moving on. Well, Next news story. Uh, the next news story, uh, this one I just added on there. I don't know how, what's our fondness like of, uh, Crytek? 
because uh, I played the first Crisis a bit. I play. I like the second one better. Now was Crytek the first it. Far Cry, or were people that became or Crytek made the first Far Cry? Made, yeah. Yes, first, they, they did the first Far Cry. Cry. Gotcha. And the engine and Crisis was a spinoff of that kind of. Gotcha. Same like spiritual successor type thing. And yeah. then they were like, "No, we're making more Far Cry." So. It's not even a spiritual. Ubisoft was yeah. like, "Yeah, we're just gonna make a whole bunch. Who cares?" Uh, well, Savat Yearly, the founder of Crytek, is stepping down from his role as chief executive and president of the, con- of the company. Uh, Crytek's been having some weird issues. Then yeah. they launched a cryptocurrency. They, yeah, they also they, like stopped hi- paying their employees. Okay, so, for, like, accor- a bit yeah, yeah. so according to. Uh, the Polygon article here, it says, The announcement comes at a precarious time for the German company. Hunt Showdown, the mission-based survival shooter, launched on Steam's early access platform just last week. The game is in active development and actively attracting a new player base. Crytek also launched its own cryptocurrency earlier this year in Turkey, where it will pay players oh, yes, like, of its free-to-play yeah. online shooter Warface. Launching a cryptocurrency only in Turkey does not sound like the sketchiest no. ass thing that you are giving to players <laughs> that play your online game for hitting in-game milestones. It also is actively suing the team behind Star Citizen projects. In yes, US federal course, they are using Amazon for copyright. They switched over to Amazon. Lumberyard, which is based on CryEngine, and, and then they were supposed to be using CryEngine, and then they they supposed to stop. And yeah. so yeah, so this guy's just like I'm out. I mean, I, one doesn't necessarily have to do with the other, but uh, he gone. Yeah, and uh, I suppose it's that guy luck, Mister Savat Yearly. I yeah, I mean, yeah, I so. he sounds like he left at a desperate time, kind of where it's <laughs> like I mean, as soon look as soon as you launch a cryptocurrency. Y'all, y'all, <laughs> Mr. y'all got some issues. Mr. Just saying. Mr. Lily, if I could just have a minute. Oh, wait, why is your desk packed? I'm not <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going on vacation. Um, uh, going to be a go. I'm going to be a casual parent. Uh, uh, I took all my uh, uh, crypto currency and uh, it's going to somewhere. currency. <laughs> Cryptocurrency. Uh, you know what he's gonna, yeah. You know what? All these bad business decisions. He's just gonna go home and cry. Mm. Cry. Yeah, I I got nothing. No, yeah. That's speaking it. of Probably games. Speaking tech. of birthdays. Speaking of games in sort of trouble. Uh, Ethan, you added this story. Big turmoil. Yeah, this is an older story. I don't think we mentioned it last. Yeah, but week, I believe but I it was last week it. where this first popped up. Yeah, um, yeah. so the System Shock a while ago, that old, old game, uh, was actually had like a pretty cool like full-fledged demo that got released on Kickstarter. Uh, it was maybe not a demo, it was like a walkthrough. But it looked really cool, really well-polished, it looked like next-gen, it looked really cool. And like, ah, cool, let's get this Kickstarter campaign going. And it had $1.35 million on the Kickstarter campaign and had over uh, 20,000 backers. It's a lot. That's a lot of backers. There's a lot of people waiting on this game. And then um, apparently they just say, hey, we're going to be on a hiatus and we're not going to be developing this game. We're going to take a break. We're not ending the project. But it's going to be completed after all of our promises are fulfilled. Like, it's going to be, it's going to come. But, you know, every time one of these happens, I was like, well, we told you so sort of thing. Like, Kickstarter has not had that great reputation. And even, like, a game with so much polish and it looked pretty safe. You know, this this looked like something that was like, okay, it looks like it's a lot done. 
But like the problem with these Kickstarter projects is even if they have a lot done in the pitch demo pitch, as the Kickstarter rewards and things happen, like those rewards have to be fulfilled. Those take man hours to put all those rewards in, and then what happens is what they call a uh, mission creep, which is you know your, your ambitions get eaten up by like the amount of resources it takes, yeah. especially when you're trying to meet all these goals. And, and feature creep too is a thing in normal game yeah. design, even beyond. Uh, totally. Um, like just like anywhere stuff yeah exactly a- anywhere it's just somewhere you get too ambitious and it's like oh no we can't actually deliver on all we promised um so 15 contract workers and noble be working on that game but they're not laying off anyone yet so it's like i don't know man could you ever trust anything off kickstarter like i don't even i used to be so excited to look at kickstarter mm-hmm. and be like wow let's check this cool thing i want to look at this i mean i don't like, think you ever weird really pack could. of cards you ever really could, but like there was that nice like rose tinted glasses that we yeah. all looked at when we're like, I, I, oh man, let's get this neat thing, and now it's like, eh. I feel like especially though when it comes to games, like you shouldn't trust it, like because because totally. game development is so fraught. Like there's so many things that go into making a video game, and yeah. um, yeah. like it, it's it, it, even if you've done even if you've done some work before you do the Kickstarter, there's still a lot of work to go. Whereas we like you like talking about buying pack cards, like. It's just the it, all they really need, like a lot of those Kickstarters just like we need the money to pay for the production of the cards and like the shipping of the cards. Yeah. That's it, kind of thing. Like we've already we have the designs we've already done. got the designs. We just need to like totally. print them. Like I mean, that that's way thing, easier. You know, you know I mean? that's way like, easier. There's lots of things that have succeeded, but you know, I think the thing is is also lots of games succeed on Kickstarter too, but they don't get as much highlights as the ones that fail. Right. Yeah. So, like this. so uh. So in the story, they mention how um, they switched from the Unity engine to the Unreal engine last year, and also Larry Cooperman, who I believe is the head of this studio handling this um, night dive, he talks mm-hmm. about uh, how kind of like the pro- here he's quoted about how like the project kind of got away from them. He said. Uh, Mistakes were made. Maybe we lost our focus. The vision began to change. We moved from a remaster to a completely new game. We strayed from the core concepts of the original title. As the budget grew, we began a long series of conversations with potential publishing partners. The more we worked on the game, the more that we wanted to do, and the further we got from the original concepts that made System Shock so great. So it seems like maybe their own kind of ambition uh has uh has just like kind of sh- they've shot themselves yeah. in the foot a lot of ways where they were like oh we're going to make this this recreation but what if we did this and what if we did that and look oh this has responded really well and we have this many supporters and stuff like that what if we tried this that and it seems like it sounds like it was becoming something different than what pro- maybe even the people who backed it wanted to wanted be wanted it place. to be, mm-hmm. and they feel like they need to actually rein it in a bit. But this yeah. doesn't. And that, and that happens when you start working on something. You get excited. You're like, "Oh, we could do this. Would that be cool?" And then you just, just get out of hand, you know. But you just get out of hand. Either way, that doesn't sound good. So uh, no. Good luck to them and everybody who backed them. Hopefully, you get. Because even I saw that trailer and was like, "Man, that does look really cool." But you know what? I was like, "Hey, I could just wait until it comes out." <laughs> hey. Wait until it's a real thing, and then yeah, uh, I could see if it's good. 
so so Sony or rather PSN this this uh this month came out real strong by saying that they're gonna have uh Bloodborne and Ratchet yes. and Clank Ratchet and as Clank. the games. I think this for... is not a coincidence based on with this pairing that. And they yeah. were like, Man, aren't we got so good to you guys? Like, wasn't that so good also? And I was like, Yeah, it looks awesome. That looks great. It's like, also... Hold on. <laughs> And what, and what we're gonna go we're gonna go don't look in the shed because there's a dead body of a playstation <laughs> 3 and the vita like hanging out there no it's just it's poisoned it's, it's pinned not to the wall yet. oh it's poisoned it's slowly dying yeah you're right it, it's got you know it's chained up in the shed don't don't look too closely mm-hmm. yes um, yes indeed yeah so they uh in 2000 a year from now the you will no longer get two free games for the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. Yeah. So they're going to keep doing it for another year, and then it's going to stop. Which is probably a good idea which, that they announce it a year ahead of time. Yeah, that way, if you, you bought it, and you're like, what if you're someone who has a PS4, PS3, and you know, you're really into it, and then... Or PS3, I'm sorry. And you're really into it, and then you're like, oh, I love my PlayStation Plus. I get tons of free games. And then they're like, nah, we ain't doing that no more. Well, I just bought it for a year. Ah, well, that's too bad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean... It's a long time coming. It's, it is a long like, time it, coming, but it's also like, man, uh, that yeah, that timing was very weird. <laughs> that timing was very weird and suggested that it was yeah. like, guys. I mean, look it, how good yeah, we are it, to you. It, it's also probably like, I mean, like I know some people are obviously gonna be bummed by this, but it's not that. In fact, surprising I have a, I have the, the e- been out now. I have an and... email from PlayStation. Yeah, I got an email today too. Sent today. They gotta yeah, tell that yeah. stuff because that's one thing yeah, they promised. Yeah, it's like, well, also because like people who don't read like gaming news who might have a PS3 is like, oh, I guess I'll subscribe to this thing. I heard you get the free games. Mm-hmm. Like, they they definitely want to. You don't make get sure. anything else out of it. Yeah. So. PS3 or PlayStation Vita, Vita rather titles. Vita. Vita will be. I that, I remember for the longest time I thought that's what it was called. And then it was, what? Yeah. <laughs> because I like, you just read it and then you're like, oh, that's what it is. It's obviously PS Vita. And then it's like somebody said it, and I was like, oh, that's not what it's called. Uh, <laughs> after March 8th, 2019, the monthly games provided to PlayStation Plus members will no longer include PS3 or PS Vita titles. Any PS3 or PS Vita monthly games downloaded or previously added to your download list will remain playable for as long as you remain a PlayStation Plus member beyond March 8th. And here's the dark... The dark uh lining to the cloud is that the dark lining um, or the silver lining there's no, no this is the dark lining because <laughs> okay. it's not good it's already it's already dark it's and already dark but now cloud. it's a dark and stormy <laughs> now it's gonna get even darker oh, God. um why are you speaking no, like this you get, you get <laughs> i feel it talking like this it's now. darker and darker <laughs> so uh yeah so now instead of getting like oh cool maybe we'll put like three ps4 games or four ps4 games Nah, y'all still only get two free PS4 games. Wow. So it's Loss like, you don't even value. get anything. You just get less stuff. You just get Loss less stuff. Loss of value. Loss of value. And I think maybe, this is a rumor, because they were mentioning oh, some no. earlier. They are mentioning Central. some stuff about like, Pull up the being, able to, being able to change your PlayStation name. Yes. And that was a thing a lot of people wanted. Uh-huh. Um, and they say, you know, we might change it. Maybe that's the thing we'll do, and I'm thinking maybe they'll launch it then. They'll be like, hey, you're getting less games, but also, you, know, hey, you can change your PlayStation name. You don't have to be uh, Fartknocker420 anymore. <laughs> Fartknocker420 is such a good name. Yeah, I guess. That's... To be fair, a lot of the Vita games I was looking at, I was always looking, being like, I own a Vita. 
I look at the games and I'm like, like not mm. worth it. These are all like I download them, I put them all in my library, but I'm like I probably wouldn't. I, play I'm excited for other people <laughs> I mean, come on. to play Bloodborne, but also I'm like I already have Bloodborne. Yeah, yeah I thought I, the same so thing. I'm I like, was, Bloodborne's really good. I was like super stoked by that, and then I was like, I don't. I already like seen all of Bloodborne. Like, I, already, I mean, like, you might as well download it. Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Just I'm definitely so gonna you download have it. it. It's still super. Also, I'm guessing. Though, I'm like guessing it doesn't include any of the DLC, right? Probably not. No, I don't think so. Ratchet and Clank's pretty good. I have that. I also. I already own that one. Uh, that that's good. one I was. That uh, that looks like I'll probably pick, play that a lot. That one's good. It's pretty cool. Uh, what's what's last? Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I that was, was like, what else? All the news. No more news ever. Nope. The, fa- the news is over. Congrats, you killed it. Yes. Um. That's yep. There's the, it's the end of news. It is the end of days. It is the end of news. It's time for trailer trash. Trailer trash. Get it out. Ricardo was uh, prepped with the zoom, the dramatic zoom. Uh, you should have zoomed into the ham. Still not. Close, close well, enough. you know what? It's a work in progress. Yeah, we'll get it right. We'll do it live. I was never great at uh, improv. Uh, we will be looking at these trailers, <laughs> yep. and then we'll be reviewing the trailers for your listening That's pleasure. That's how it works. That's how it works. Uh, moving on to the first trailer, beginning of the trailer trash. City of the Shroud. Yup. Release. Re- this is this is great. Release window. Ooh, announced <laughs> announced trailer. Trailer. Because it had a really weird a couple of announcements at the end of the game. I don't think, uh, yeah, I feel like this. At the end of the trailer. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it at the end so, of the trailer, I guess. So, this but... looked. This was a tur- like a turn-based uh, strategy game, tactics game, if you will. Tactics uh, game, which didn't look it looked confusing it as hell. I'll be I honest. Was gonna say, yeah, it didn't. It, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Clear. It was. I think it's just because, like, I mean, a lot of games that have a lot of complex mechanics mm-hmm. are hard to, you know, show off in a trailer. Show that in a trailer to the first place, but. Several things. Man, they, were, they said there's a, there's a pop. This is real time combat, but it it's, it, it looks turn based to me. But I, it says real time, so I don't know how that and works. It's all grid based. Real time. It's all by grid. turns. And then it's like this wheel thing where you seem to be able to like combine moves and do moves in a certain order. That's or the something. thing. Is like at first I like, thought it was like oh it's a radio menu, but it's like it is, but it's also like filling up commands on this wheel. Kind of reminds me of Magicka, where you're like punching in the uh, yeah, like stuff like to a do a thing. combo to do a thing, sort yeah. of like that, but on a radial wheel, so to speak. But this doesn't look it's bad. Like, you know, like, I don't think it looks it's bad. Like putting in your combination. Oh, uh, lock. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a lockpicking minigame. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then at the end, it was like, what was it? It said live campaign. Something like something 2018, like spring of 2018 or something, and then uh, full like full release PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox 360 on Xbox One and Steam, uh, March 2019 or something like that. So it was a very weird. That's yeah, why it's called. I almost felt window. like. Uh, yeah, I almost felt like this shouldn't count. Like that's that's cheating. 
to say like you can't have a definitive edition of a game. Oh yeah, that's the thing is it says definitive out, like, edition. So okay, here's listen to this. It's, it says here's I'm I'm looking at the actual thing. Live tr- live campaign begins summer 2018. Okay. What does that okay. e- does the, live campaign? Maybe, well, cuz that was another running thing. Live? At some point in the trailer it was like your decisions influence everybody in the world at uh, so maybe that's what they mean by the campaign. It's like, this, it's like a multiplayer thing. I I can't tell. Must be. I can't make and then, heads or tails of this damn trailer. Right, and then right after that, it says definitive edition coming late 2019. That is uh, more than a year from now. Like that is a, way and more. Also, now. basically, you could play it now, but it's gonna. It's not. It's it's gonna be. Sh- it's edition. gonna be shit, man. It's like it's like. <laughs> It's like if it's like if I mean when, it's like early access, right? No, it's it's a little bit different unless unless is, unless but... everyone who buys the normal version gets the definitive edition for free. I guess it's like early access in that case, but it's like saying like Street Fighter Five out now. The arcade edition will be out next year. Yes, it's yes, like so why would play then it. why would I buy the normal one then? You're... Also, it's cheating to say that the full edition is going to be out before it's. Like usually you do that like after you've done like three DLC packs and you're like okay this one has all the DLC packs in it no. and you get th- that one. No, this is the release window. This was actually only supposed to be circulated internally, but got out into the public. No, I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway, moving on. Deep Rock Galactic. This game looks really really cool. This is a game where you play as dwarves, but like, but like <laughs> space dwarves. And you're mining. It's like the cool ones. And you're mining, and you're shooting, and you're grapple hooking, and you're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And it looks really cool. Yeah, I, this game's actually pretty high on the Steam charts right now. I think it's an early access, but it's it's like six or it's, seven. Like that's pretty good for this type of game. And I, I mean, these type of games are totally like people love playing these sort of mm-hmm. things. And it it looks fun. Gather a bunch of friends, fight some monsters. It's it's got a neat art style. I was it doesn't say, look it's too. It's kind of got like a weird flat texture style, but it actually utilizes it really well. Like yeah, because the these and these stuff. have a, yeah these type of games have a tendency to look real ugly, mm-hmm. but. They really have a cool, nice art style. It's the way the lighting bounces off things mm-hmm. makes it look super cool. And the kind of the fact that like the characters and the character models look a little more realistic, but not too realistic. They still fit in that same mold, mm-hmm. but you know it still works when you're mining rocks or whatever. Yeah. Oh, seems really neat. Seems like a really cool co-op Terraria type game that's in 3D. Indeed. Looks like there's some shenanigans that go on. Monster hunting shoot, shoot, type things. Shoot monsters. Shoot mans. Shoot the mans. Flamethrow the mans. Flame Do you like... But what if you don't like dwarves and you want something a little more mystical? What do you... Oh, because uh, yeah, dwar- dwarves are very, very grounded. <laughs> they're very grounded. They are because they're close to the ground. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Yes, you got it. Uh... I don't know. My mom doesn't let me read books that have too much magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you can't play Mario Party then. Yeah, yeah. You know, Mario Party. Which I could, I could only play half the space the, level, half of the, the space level and the cowboy <laughs> level. It's <laughs> a call out. But what if you're a Harry Potter fan? Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that some sort of, is that, is that like is that like the Harvard Lampoon's like like it's, like parody it's version? Like, like, yeah, it's, like gar- it's like it's the garbage pail kid sticker. It's like we just changed one of the letters. Oh. And now it sounds funny because pooter. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. This is a phone game that you could play called Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. And right off the bat, they're fucking it up because they're like, choose your house, and it's like you don't choose your. You can't house. do that. The house they chooses you. Choose you unless you be like, no Slytherin, no Slytherin, no Slytherin, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, no Slytherin, I. Well, you would be great in there, but you have Gryffindor. <laughs> yep, you got it. Instead, so you got to do that a bunch of times. There's a tapping mini game. You just tap, tap, yeah, tap, no, tap, tap, there's tap, like tap, a not trace. Silver, not silver. You trace the symbol, and it's like you did a spell. Oh, I know, but I'm thinking to to think not. Slytherin. Oh yes, you yeah, you have to yeah, yeah, to tap. But for the spells, it's yes, a, you have to a, do the little wound thing. It's a, um, choosing thing. choosing your house is where I draw the line. At it's this, an idle. This, yeah, the, it's an idle game. You have to play to mentally block from being a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I upgraded. I upgraded my not Slytherin How many... counter to times two, so now I don't yeah. even have to touch it. You got to spend Dolby currency to like <laughs> you know Dolby, do Dolby, Dolby currency. Did you say Dolby currency? Yeah, the Dolby the Dolby cryptocurrency. Is that how you know say his name? I thought it was Dolby. It's Dolby. Oh shit! It's no L. Okay. No. Dobby Digital. <laughs> Noel, two Bs. Dobby. Dobby Digital. Let me see. He was like a house elf or some shit. That's exactly oh, what he was. Okay, cool. Wait to like I don't know. Wait to get something like completely wrong, and then the next thing exactly right. It's your it's your dragon it's your Dragon hell. Ball thing. Your Dragon Ball explanation all over again. What is a uh... What do you think this type of game is? Like I don't, I don't know. know. What the I keep ups, watching this trailer. I've been watching it over and over is. again. And it, it's just I I know they have that Harry Potter uh, AR game coming out. From, yeah, from Niantic. Uh, yeah, Niantic. The Pokemon Go the, people. It's different from this thing, which looks like it's a straight up mobile game. But like I don't know. But it's it like looks an a RPG. RPG. Yeah, I was gonna say there's like weird dialogue. Well, maybe this dialogue it might just be like, "Hey, your uh, Bertie bots every flavor bean." Yeah, the jar is full. Tap it to collect all your Bertie bots. Uh, I don't know. Hey, fo- phone games are they ever good? Some of them are. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> a very, a very, <laughs> a very few. Reigns is pretty very good. Few. Threes was pretty yeah. good back in the day. Man, remember threes? I still have that installed in my phone. Threes, threes is great. Is pretty good. Uh, you know what else I heard is great is Warhammer Vermintide. Oh, we got a comment that says uh, uh, someone who went through the Pottermore disappointment with everyone else choosing your own house is bullshit. So yeah, yeah, categories. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> now I have to know what our listener again. What I, our, what, our, I, what our viewer? What what house? What house? The well, the viewer was sorted. I into remember I the first sort of when by. back when Pottermore was just like the all like it was like an all text kind of thing. I took the thing. I took the uh, house. You know the sorting Quiz. hat quiz mm-hmm. or whatever and i got put in 
Hufflepuff, and I was like, I identify with that. I think that that's my house. And then when they like redid it with all the sleek graphics, and was like, "What's your Patronus, motherfucker?" I was like, "All right." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I gotta take this again." Miss okay, you. I'll take it. And I'm like, "I'm sure it's I'll be Hufflepuff again." And it's like, "You're Gryffindor." I'm like, "No, I'm not, motherfucker. <laughs> get me out of yeah. here." <laughs> I always get Hufflepuff, so I feel all right. Pissed yeah, off, I man. um, we were, we had a conversation. Actually, funny enough, I had a conversation with friends about this like last night, uh, as uh, someone was very disappointed that they were in Hufflepuff, and uh, because be. the, because three of us were in Ravenclaw and the other one was in Gryffindor, mm. so we were we were trying to uh, console her, but she was like, "It's fine, it's not that cool," <laughs> and I was like, "I have some friends who be who are very defensive about Hufflepuff." I love Hufflepuff. I know Ethan's a Hufflepuff defender as well. A Hufflepuff's good, man. It's all about eating snacks, yeah, dude. You're just like trying to be helpful. You um, try your hardest. Ravenclaw's a good one, then you get Gryffindor. I feel like no one wants Gryffindor because it's like the basic, it's so like, oh, it's basic. It's basic. And they fucking dude. handed those. But that's. Listen, guys, that's Hufflepuff. They handed Huff, those. Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff is the best. No, they're not. They hounded those they like snacks. Hufflepuff. What's Hufflepuff's defining feature? They like snacks. snacks. They That's try really amazing. hard. They try really hard. <laughs> also, I don't know where. They're I don't very know where friendly. Ethan, I don't know where Ethan's. I don't know where Ethan's like Hufflepuff like snacks thing comes from because there's nothing. In, there's nothing ever once that ever mentioned. No, I thought. I thought this the food. It's like always in the, the halls. Look, man. Yeah, they always, Dolby says. <laughs> Dolby said it was fine. So all right, moving whatever. on. Vermintide. 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 Too. Okay. Um, you guys played a lot of Vermintide. Well, maybe not a lot. We played a lot of Vermintide One. Vermintide that game's One great. is good, and we played it. Um, and it it's had kind of a only few... Left for Dead like game around, really. That yeah, it just had a really few well. things that were like it. It, it wasn't as the loot re- system was terrible. It wasn't as repeatable as Left for Dead either. Yeah, um, and the thing is, is it was really cool about it. Is and it was um, hard because if you died, it, you were done. That was it. Totally. The campaign. Or and that, that loot system. Like, and that loot system was really cool. But it was way too hard to get anything new. Like it was way too hard yes. to get anything. And you weren't it gar- was like very you were playing if, grindy. If well, if you were yeah. playing as like the dwarf, let's say, and you wanted dwarf gear, you weren't guaranteed to get dwarf gear. Playing as the dwarf, that's like that's yeah. like you might get dwarf gear. You might get any of the other characters' I've gear, heard- which is like fun because it's like it's cool to like you know definitely have you know variety uh-huh. and play as other and classes. Be- but it it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't like. You couldn't get any choice in the matter. It's just like, well, you spent the whole campaign and you just got, and, it, and that took like an hour and a half to do, and you got one piece of item, and it was not, and it was not even a thing that you like remotely wanted. It made Monster Hunter look like it was giving out like everything. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's like, like it was really slow. Just, and it didn't, it didn't feel as rewarding. There wasn't a work towards area because it was random. It was basically like a loot box at the end that you just open and be like, oh, I got loot. It didn't feel like. That's one thing that's nice about Monster Hunter. It's like, oh, I know I want this thing. I'll go hunt this guy. Hopefully, I'll get this piece. More often than not, I will that I need. But in these type of games, it's like, nah. You you just you just hope you get a thing. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, um, I don't know if they're gonna. This trailer doesn't really show if they fix that or not, but it certainly looks badass. Um, it's like way cooler environments, killing a ton more rats, and then also there's some chaos dudes in there as well. Um, kind of like a little icing on the cake. It looks like most of the enemies are rats, but with a couple of those guys, special dudes thrown in. Yeah, there's lots of cool um, melee attacks going on. The, yeah. the magic even looks real cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I liked the first one. So. Apparently it's out already. What? No, it's, wait, what? No, it's not. It's pre-order. Yeah. 
No, it's a, you can buy it right now. Yeah, oh, you get the beta. You get yeah, the beta. It's pre-order. It's pre-order for the, and you get the beta um, access. But they already have reviews. The, the uh, yeah, that game is. Uh, yeah, I do want to play a game. It's pretty good. Yeah, it seems cool. What if we get the whole squad together again and play beta. again? It's fun. Who would you yeah, play? I mean, with? I'd, be, I'd be down. We played last time. We played with Fallen Events. Oh, Smackadore. Yeah. Uh, guys, you have great fondness for. Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> I do. Do I? You can't tell me what I... You do. Don't tell me how, don't tell me how to live my I'm life. I'm a wizard from House Hufflepuff, so I can tell you <laughs> that they... No, you're not. You're in Gryffindor. No! No! <laughs> uh, hey, 3D Realms, they only know how to make one game, so they're making it again. Oh. With, uh, Ion but with a, well, this time, But this time with a lady, so their main character can't be accused yes. of being sexist. Yeah, and she says generic things like, I got a present for you. Yeah, and that was, and then she said it twice, I think, or something like she that. She said something else very generic that could be. Yeah, uh, and I was just but like, either oh. way, this looks like one of those old shooters. Like, it sure, gets that. But like, look, at that, 60 FPS, yeah, I, get, it, I guess. It gets maybe, that maybe look not, down. <clears throat> uh, it's interesting, though, how these type of games are reappearing. Like, these old, this aesthetic of, like, oh, yeah, remember the old, like, ps4 and 64 days it's like we're done with pixel art now let's do some really basic 3d 3d games yeah. now soon and you go on like i was gonna say because like what's never stop sneaking was one that came mm-hmm. out that has that same aesthetic of like yeah old that Metal looks Gear like games. early ps1 stuff yeah and this is like old like pc uh, or like the old yeah old pc stuff maybe early first n64 type game where everything's flat mm-hmm. except for certain parts mm-hmm. And it's cool, man. I'm glad those type of games can kind of come it, back. But I also just kind of am just like, I don't really want to play this. Yeah. I don't really it lo- It definitely looks cool, but again, like, with all those old games being so readily accessible, like, you could go on Steam and get, like, f- like four different versions of Doom or, like, you know, Duke Nukem 3D, obviously, on there or whatever. It's like, with all that stuff, it's going to depend. It's going to, like, depend on what this game does differently or what's new. Like, and why you can't just go back and play those old games. Yeah. Like, does it have a really good story? Probably not. Let's be honest. Probably not. All right. What we got next up here? Frontix. Oh, yeah. PlayStation PlayLink games where you're like, hey, I play on my phone because that's what the kids do these days. They play on their phone. Kids don't want to get a controller. They just want to play with a phone. To be fair, everyone has a phone, and I don't have four $50 controllers to hang around. How can you not? Are you not a core gamer? You know I'm a parent. (laughs) (laughs) A casual parent. Uh... But yeah, this was like a little clay. They looked like little claymation animals looking guys, and they play mini yeah. games. And, and then Dan, freaking Dan, Dan wins, of course. Dan, of course, every freaking time. But like the the unique spin looked like the the host was a little fox, and sometimes he'll call you on your phone, and he's like, <laughs> yes, he'll actually call, and, like it'll ring, yeah. and then you have to hold your phone up to your ear. It's like, hey, I'm the fox. I've got secret information. Yeah, and then he'll give you like a, and he'll give you, or he'll give you like a power up or something else, and so or like or like a mission to like make sure you like even if you lose, just make sure you kill Dan. <laughs> <laughs> That's Dan. Basically, very Dan centric missions. I'm sure <laughs> yeah. all of them. Uh, but yeah, there's so, nothing much for that game. That's a neat trailer. Like it showed all these millennials having a good time on the mm-hmm. couch, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's just Mario Party, whatever. 
I don't know. Maybe it's good. I don't trust any of these well, anymore. Well, the thing is, is like had a good track it, record. I just don't know if I want to do most of these things on my phone. phone. Like most mm. of these like platformy mini games or whatever on my phone. But uh, you know, who knows? Maybe it'll be fun. Uh, next, Overwatch has a new thing out. Or, Another new or thing. Will but this soon. is the this is the cartoon one. They don't do yeah, a full this, 3D. This person is not worthy of having a full 3D trailer about. I was reading, and I think this. What is this? I think their 23rd hero. Does that even make sense? 20. Yeah, I man, they have a lot now. I didn't even realize. I'm not gonna count. Yeah, that. I think so. It's got a lot. She's got uh, her two dads, right? She's the, just um. <laughs> Adopted daughter of Reinhardt. No, and... they're not really together. That was a joke that Matt was making. Oh shit, dude! Really? No. I, you guys threw up my lore, dude. I was like, cool. No, like, Torbjorn. Cool. Is... I, I like how you just totally bought. That. Like you were just like weren't even like no. just thought that I was. Oh no, man. Torbjorn is happen? married to some blonde Swedish yeah, lady. There's a lady behind and them. Has... Like, clearly like this a... is... that could be their maid. Is... I don't know. <laughs> and this is her, his daughter, and I believe Reinhardt uh... is her godfather because they're uh, close friends being in that German Scandinavian ish area mm-hmm. of Europe. I don't fucking know. It's, it's overwatch. Everybody's cool with everybody. Uh, and yeah, so she's like, I fix things. I repair them, but I, but, that's not enough. That's not enough. I gotta be out there fixing things and repairing it. So she makes herself like some cool power armor and she has a shield and a flail and she's like, I'm the next hero. My name is Brigitte. <laughs> what? Brigitte. Say it again? Brigitte. <laughs> I, it looks I, I like do think Brigitte. It's, I, I do think it's funny how like some of the characters have code names or superhero names and some of them are just their name it's yeah. just yep. that's just the name <laughs> soldier like you have, 76 you, you have farah who it's just not her name and then her but her mom's name is just anna yeah <laughs> roadhog <laughs> junk rat uh, junk rat and roadhog i don't Doom think they have fist. i don't think they have real names yeah. In Australia, don't have real names, so I learned. So. <laughs> oh, okay. I am whatever. the Night Rider. And everybody has, two, <laughs> and everybody has two dads. And everyone has two dads. I mean, that's cool. I like how you didn't realize that was a joke. <laughs> no, I, I look, man. I and don't know. Over- Overwatch lore. They could. They keep revealing stuff, and I'm just like, I don't know. Sure, whatever. That happened. That's cool. It's all interesting, but I just don't follow it. And last, oh, she fixing a cat. Yeah. Anyway, she, they, the, she gave like the cat armor. And the cat was very oh, cool. pleased the, with it. The, yeah, I wonder if that's going to come into play with her character. Is she already like out, out, or is no? It just, I believe she's like on the public test realm. As oh, as go ahead and so check it out. I know she has like shielding abilities, and that's all I know. Pretty much, she has shielding abilities. Who can also, and she can also hit stuff with her flail and heal. I think, or give people armor, something like that. I don't know. I've fallen off of Overwatch. I never played Doomfist. Uh, yeah, I I have fallen off as well. Even though I was uh, really into it, I'm watching uh, some of that Overwatch League. But uh, yeah, Overwatch League is fun for sure. Uh, and then last but not least, we have the tra- launch trailer for Into the Breach. So we actually got to see 
some of that stuff that Matt was talking about earlier. Um, yeah, I really yeah, dig. We already talked about the game itself. So. I really dig the art style and the sound, and the the music sound. The trailers are, the trailers a pretty cool overview of just. It's like, a good trailer. Yeah, although just, it doesn't give me the overview of like kind of the the flow of the no, game. That's hard to catch. Yeah, that's hard, that's hard to always do in these kind of games. I feel like, but it does just kind of give you the, the atmosphere, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just like how the art style like looks almost exactly like FTL, but like different. But just it, it, yeah, it, it's like it's like if someone transferred FTL into a like you know, into a like into this sort of format. Yeah, like, like all these down. things could appear in the FTL universe, and I'd be like, all right, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, none of those. Yeah, none of those look really different. God, FTL's so good. Yeah. Anyway, I want to play this game. Really excited Gotta to try it out. Be the little mantis guy. Yeah, the little mantis. I forget the different. I forget the different. Uh, I think those are just called the Mantis race. They aren't. They aren't uh, I forget the different uh, aliens in FDL. There was like the. The. Fl- wait, no, I don't remember. <laughs> there was the Rockmen, the Mantis, oh, yes, the Rockmans. There was. I don't know what the guys were called, but they're like psychic dudes. Mm-hmm. They, they, the like, green guys, the power yeah, guys, the, where they yeah, were. The uh the crazy rock crystal guys that were like not the rock ones but yeah, they were like crazier the versions. There was like the guys that could that couldn't breathe air, so you, they had to have a a, a vented uh spaceship. Yeah. To... That was the thing that was really cool about that game is just finding like all the little little special yeah. aliens that you'd find and just being like, oh sweet, that's so good. Anyway, the trailer is cool. All right, what this wins? Is a good Hmm. Thinking, thinking Vermintide 2. I really liked Vermintide, Vermintide 2. 2 was a good trailer. <coughs> I kind of had no interest in Vermintide again because I kind of was like, ah, oh, that game was cool. I liked it. I'm mildly curious, but now I'm like, oh, I do want to play that. Yeah, it looks cool. For me, now. it's between Vermintide and I actually really like the trailer for Deep Rock Galactic. That game looks really good. It is a good trailer. Went on for a bit too long. But it, yeah, I was going to say, I do remember being like, what, when does this end? <laughs> it just kind of like shows like a lot of stuff. And it, to be fair, it kept introducing new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was still just kind of like, oh, okay, all right. Uh, but yeah, I think I'd say Vermintide too. The game play Twaylo. Yeah, Vermintide two is the winner. The winner. And that brings us to the end of the podcast. The end of the cast. The end, that's what we always say every week. The end of the cast. Um, thank you all for listening and or watching. If you've been watching us on Twitch. If you want to catch our archives or catch us next time on Twitch, then go ahead and subscribe to uh, twitch.tv slash pixel underscore legends. And we are on Twitter at pixel underscore legends as well. Our website has links to all these things. It is pixellegends.com with one L. And we have our iTunes page on there and all that stuff. If you want to listen to the podcast in audio format, uh, or if you have been already, thank you for listening. And subscribe, give us a review. We appreciate it. Any shares or words of mouth or what have you to advertise would be appreciated if you enjoyed. Um, we're on, you know, we're on. Uh, are we actually on Google Play or any of those other places? We should do that. I think we are. Okay, we should, we, are. we should make sure we are. <coughs> but we should double check. It's been 180 something episodes. You think maybe we would have found that, figured that out? Are, we now? just put this podcast on the other and just like see what happens. You yep, know? yep. We just kind of like record it and then I keep it on my hard drive and no one ever sees it. It's never. It's never. <laughs> Yeah, it's just for our own As little they say, tickle thy leg. <laughs> the, the phrase heard around the world. Yes. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Ricardo, for getting your cue on time. No thank problem, you, man. 
thank you, Ethan, for putting the thing on the Twitch. Yeah. Peace out. Try being.